Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Wednesday, December 29th. Coming up on the show today, the first night of conference action in the SEC will be crazy on Wednesday night. The Nashville Predators are finally back on the ice, trying to go for first place in the Central Division. We've got a bowl games PSA that we issue every single year, but we begin with a bunch of COVID news from the Colts, Dolphins, and Titans. Attention all humans who own homes and care about their bank accounts. Yes, I'm talking to you. You need to remember the name the Kingston Group. Just know the name, have a conversation with them, learn about your house, learn about the options for your house, and learn about what they can do to help you make money, build equity in your house, and of course, you know, have a better time in a cooler home. So this is what the Kingston Group does. Outdoor spaces, renovations, wings, garages, all types of stuff. They can handle it. Make sure you give them a call, the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Just remember the name, the Kingston Group. Well, I guess we'll begin our day like we will probably every day for the rest of the NFL season or NHL season, or at least for the foreseeable future while the Omicron variant is surging. COVID list updates. Isn't it a wonderful thing? Uh, and we'll get to the Miami Dolphins here in just a second. But the Titans added linebacker Jayon Brown and Danico Autry to the COVID list on Tuesday. Of course, they join Bud Dupree, Julio Jones, and a variety of other players we talked about yesterday on the show. And again, the new protocols in the NFL could allow for some of these guys to get back and off of the list in time, of course, for the Miami game, who the Dolphins also dealing with a ton of players, up to 14 players at its peak for the Miami Dolphins on Tuesday. Some of those names will be coming back off of COVID. They, of course, beat the New Orleans Saints on Monday evening behind, what, another like 10 or 11 catches from Jalen Waddell, who's approaching the rookie record set by Anquan Bolden back in 2003, I believe, 101 catches. Jalen Waddell could break that record this weekend against the Tennessee Titans. On a side note, Jalen Waddell missed almost all of the season last year for Alabama. The You know, the undefeated Alabama Crimson Tide that won the national championship and had three Heisman finalists. Can you imagine if they had Jalen Waddell on that team too? They didn't and didn't even miss a beat. Anyway, the Miami Dolphins have won eight consecutive games. Tua Tungavailoa is playing good, efficient football. The defense is solid and Jalen Waddell's making plays. So this is going to be a fun game on Sunday if all of the players can get out of protocol and get onto the field by the time the game rolls around on Sunday at noon. Additionally, there was some COVID news with the Indianapolis Colts as well. Now, 13 different players for Indianapolis are on the COVID list, including seven starters and, wait for it, their unvaccinated starting franchise quarterback, Carson Wentz. Now, the new rules, the new protocols in the NFL that reduce the quarantine time from 10 to 5 days is probably going to give them an opportunity to get a lot of those guys back, just like the Titans and Dolphins. But with zero margin for error in the AFC South, meaning one win by the Titans or one loss by the Colts would automatically clinch the division for the Titans, this is huge news if the starting quarterback may not be able to play on Sunday. The Colts will finish with the Raiders at home before visiting the Jaguars on the road in the season finale. Again, the magic number is one for the Tennessee Titans. One win by the Titans, one loss by the Colts, and the division is done and clinched, and the Titans are back-to-back AFC South champions. Well, we are smack dab in the middle of bowl season with the Tennessee Volunteers and Purdue Boilermakers set to take the field on Thursday in the Music City Bowl and the National Championship semifinals on Friday, along with a whole host of great games on Saturday, of course, on New Year's Day. And this is the time of year where I have to stand on my very standard soapbox and remind everybody that the results of these games outside of the two playoff games mean absolutely nothing. 
It means nothing for your program moving forward. It means nothing about your program in the past. It doesn't define your success or your failure of this season. It won't lead to success or failure in the future. We cannot analyze what's going to happen in a bowl game. Just because Auburn got beat by Houston doesn't mean that Auburn's going to be bad next year or that they were bad this year. But you know what was really entertaining? Dana Holgerson, the Houston coach, yelling at Brian Harson to wrap up his press conference after the game. That's more entertaining. Or how about Mike Leach during his press conference at the Liberty Bowl? Sure, Mississippi State and Texas Tech was an entertaining football game. But Mike Leach absolutely destroying the people that run Texas Tech football publicly at a press conference over money and scandalous documents is way more interesting than the game itself. Don't get me wrong, I watch bowl games. There are lots of them, and I watch them. They're great television because there's nothing else on TV in terms of sports during this time of year. Bowl games and football are wonderful, and I watch them. But people put way too much gravity and weight and react too heavily to an outcome. If Tennessee beats Purdue... It doesn't mean that Tennessee is going to be great next year. If Tennessee loses to Purdue, it doesn't mean that all the things that Josh Heupel accomplished this year are completely meaningless. It's just an exhibition game. It's literally a charity exhibition event in which coaches go for it on fourth down and young players get to play. Some of the best players for Purdue and Tennessee are not going to play in this game. So this is my message, my PSA to college football fans, as I have done every year for the better part of a decade. Enjoy the game. Have a blast, especially if you're going to the Music City Bowl. Buy some tickets, go celebrate, tailgate, drink some beer, spend some time with your friends and family. But don't put too much weight on the outcome of the game itself. Enjoy it for what it is, an exhibition event. The Nashville Predators are finally back on the ice on Wednesday night in the nation's capital against, well, the Capitals. Puck drop is at 6 p.m. Central Time. Gotta love those 6 p.m. start times here in God's time zone. And there's a lot more than just a hockey game to watch. This team has won seven straight games, but hasn't played a second of hockey in 12 full days, missing five games in the process. The taxi squad has been reinstated, and so have most of the players and coaches off the COVID list. The only names currently still sitting in protocol and will likely be out for the next two games, Wednesday night against Washington and Thursday against Columbus, will be the captain Roman Yossi, Colton Sissons, and Tommy Novak. Everyone else seems ready to go with the possible exception of Matt Duchesne. The team's top scorer missed the team's previous four games before the shutdown, which means he has not played any hockey since getting hurt in the game on Thursday, December 9th. That's a long time ago. His return is also something major to track for sure. Otherwise, let's hope the time off the rest and COVID didn't do any damage to this team's confidence and flow because they are the hottest team in the NHL right now and could end up in first place by the end of the game on Wednesday night if they can extend their winning streak to eight straight. That's right. Your first place Nashville Predators is a thing we could be saying on Thursday morning. The SEC basketball conference season gets started on Wednesday, and it gets started with a big bang. Number 14 Tennessee surges into conference play and gets to go on the road to face number 19 Alabama. Tip time is at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, and it could be the best two teams in the league, or at least two of the best three or best four teams in the conference. John Fulkerson is fresh off his Player of the Week honors, and Kennedy Chandler will get a huge test against what could be the SEC's best backcourt, featuring Javon Quinterly and Jaden Shackelford. It is a phenomenal Wednesday night SEC opener for both teams and college basketball fans across the Southeast. And that's just the nightcap, the main course. Number 16 LSU visits number 11, and Missouri visits number 18 Kentucky, and they both tip off at 6 p.m. in what should be an awesome first course before the main event. 
So even with the Florida Ole Miss game postponed, Wednesday should be a loud and eventful start to what could be one of the best SEC regular seasons we've seen in years. The coaching and talent in this league has steadily gotten better, and the result is a five or six team top tier in this conference that truly is as balanced and deep as we've seen it in this league in quite some time. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. They are the only people you need to know and the only people you need to call when making a big decision about your house. The website is buildkg.com. Check out their work. It speaks for itself. The Kingston Group. Check out the website, buildkg.com. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. My name is Braden Gall. Please check out the new YouTube page as well, 440 Sports. You get a lot of our other shows and interviews and some cool stuff planned for you guys in 2022 up there. So make sure you go subscribe. Please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Of course, at Braden Gall on Twitter, at 440 Sports on Twitter as well. Share the product. That is just another thing we're asking you to do. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the 444 Wednesday, December 29th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.